Until I started doing Batgirl, I was playing um, uh, Ingress. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one with the same guys, isn't it? So, yeah, I was like a sad axe walking around like that. <laughs> it's funny because you're yeah. like walking around the park and like the Beals are like sad axe and I'll, I'll make eye contact and it's like they know it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, hello, listeners. Uh, so, I am Chris from Talk Nerdy to Me. Uh, and welcome to the very first episode of my new comic book podcast. Um, if you've listened to any of the other Talk Nerdy podcasts before, you'll know that I'm usually joined by my esteemed co-host, JB and Gaz. However, for this new addition uh, to the Talk Nerdy podcast feed, I've gone solo. Um, so I've decided to start a brand new self-indulgent subcast that strictly focuses on comic books. Uh, seeing as I don't get to talk about them much on the main cast due to JB and Gaz not reading much, um, so the new formula of this show will be me hosting and each episode will have a special guest with me uh, and kicking off this debut episode with a crash bang pow I am stoked to have a very special guest with me tonight this guy's an illustrator mostly known for his art duties on the comic book Porcelain, a gothic fairy tale from Improper Books and has recently become the newest edition um, the newest, art, newest artist on Batgirl for DC Comics uh, he's worked on comics for Vertigo, Titan, Image and Paramount. And he also works as a concept artist for films, uh, most recently working on the Assassin's Creed movie. So welcome to the show, Chris Wildgoose. Hey Chris, it's going to be fun. Like <laughs> yeah. <Chris and> Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah uh, welcome man. Thanks and for having th- me man. No problem at all and thanks for agreeing to do this. Um, like I say, it's, it's a new cast that I'm trying out because um, the other one that I do... They don't let me talk about comics, they just want to talk about films. So <laughs> I figured that this would be the ideal way to start it all off. Um, so uh, usually we do little uh, quick-fire icebreaker questions just to start things off a little bit. So are you up for that? A few quick-fire questions? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yep, fire away. So, here we go. Best Star Wars? <clears throat> oh, straight to the nuts with that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, God. Well, I'm an 80s kid, so I kind of grew up with the old Star Wars, so I guess at a pinch I'd say Empire Strikes Back nice. is nice. my favourite one, because that's like perfect one, especially the beginning, like the whole Huff stuff, like winter, I just love anything in yeah, winter. Yeah, absolutely, that is the right answer, that's, that's my awesome. favourite one as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, you know what, I've recently been shaken, and Rogue One is probably 
nearly like joint first probably with it. I just absolutely loved Rogue One. Yeah, uh, it's a damn good film. It is. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. next question. Uh, best Batman actor, like who Oh uh, uh, I actually really like the Christian Bell one. Uh, uh, and I think Batman Begins is possibly my favourite Batman film but again I'm like grew up in the 80s so I grew up with the Tim Burton ones as well so I guess Michael Keaton as Batman is kind of like like the sort of one I always think of and like I love the look of him and stuff in that one because yeah. he's just like that ever slightly bit yeah. more gothic than all the others Keaton um, it, you know he is, the, he is the daddy isn't he you know I mean that was the, yeah, yeah. the, the original yeah. Kind of, apart from Adam West, yeah. but he, he was the first like badass Batman, wasn't he? So, oh yeah, yeah, great answer. Like um, proper full on dark and yeah, yeah, brilliant. Not yeah, well. favorite comedy film. Comedy, well, like comedy film. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, all, all my all my film nerd mates are gonna hate me for this, but like one of my favorite ones has got to be uh, Superbad. Super like, bad. That's a classic. I freaking love Super Yeah, I love that film, and I get so much stick up from it from some of my like <laughs> more nerdy film yeah, yeah. buff mates because they're just like it's a terrible film. But like, just the, that's one of the films that I remember watching it with my brother and his uh, his roommate, and we were just in tears laughing at it the whole time. And like the end, the end where they just show all of the drawings of the dicks that the guy's done. Yeah, yeah. and he's just like crying, laughing at it. It's so simple, like. A, Dick joke is just the funniest thing ever. But just, you, you can't yeah, that film just nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Favorite food? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, I love Mexican. Mm. Like I love Mexican like chilies and stuff like that. But recently, every time I like hear somebody mention they're having a burger or <laughs> somebody's eating a burger on like a TV show or something like that, I'm just like. Oh, I love burgers. I don't know what it is. It's like full-on big burger with like chips from a pub or something like that. It's really good. <laughs> right. Favourite band? Oh, God. <laughs> That's um, quick-fire questions, these. They are tough ones. Um, so I'm like a born and raised metalhead, I guess, thanks to my brother. And uh, uh, So, I don't know. Um, I think Deftones are my number one nice. metal band. But like, I've got like a deep core in me of uh, Pantera and Rob Zombie and stuff because they're like ones that I kind of listened to from so young, like before I even knew what heavy metal was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my brother was listening. To it, so. Yeah, I don't know. I think Deftones. Yeah, yeah. I think Deftones is the one that like I can listen to whatever mood I'm in, and then yeah. Pantera is like, and like there's any Phil Anselmo band is like kind of ones that I can listen to when I'm in proper heavy metal mode. So yeah. Do yeah. You, do you have a preference for a favourite squirrel? Uh, well, I'm from Formby, so a red squirrel has got to be. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be red. It's got to be. That's a default yeah. default Formby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Favourite film director? Oh, oh man, uh, David Fincher, without a doubt. He's nice. like every, I can watch David Fincher films till the cows come home. Favourite colour? And like the. Uh, favorite color? Um, uh, black. <laughs> uh, favorite, yeah, favorite, I guess. Favorite Spice cool. Girl. Oh man, I used to be obsessed with Posh when I was younger. I don't know what it is, but now <laughs> I don't. I don't. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't like Posh as much anymore. But, uh, she used to be, she used to be the favourite one, yeah. so I'll have to say that. Yeah. Favourite word? Yeah. Oh, I was talking to this about, uh, with my wife the other day, because I've been listening to an audio book, and this audio book reader says it all the time, but it's burn at the moment. Burn. I love the word burn. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's like, it's a word that properly describes like what it is to me, like sounds like yeah. what it is. I don't know, <laughs> just burn. Somebody with a deep voice saying, Burn is just good, man. It sounds great. Favorite, uh, <laughs> favorite custard. Oh, ambrosia, all nice. the way, ambrosia. Not burn. Uh, like uh, vanilla custard, like. Nice. Uh, yeah. Would you rather yeah. be a deaf daredevil or a blind Batman? Ooh, uh, I'm Batman kid all the way, so I guess uh, blind Batman because he probably. He'd probably figure out something that, yeah, he'd probably uh, make himself not blind. <laughs> with some, kind <laughs> some kind of formula. Uh, yeah, yeah. Favourite performance by a dog in a film? Uh, shit. Uh, dog in a film. Oh, that's a tough one. I can't think of any dogs in any films now. Uh, <laughs> Marley and me, Beethoven. Uh Oh, Molly and me. You know what? I cry like a baby with Molly and me, and I love Molly and me, but I can't say that because I'll get crucified. Uh, maybe uh, the dog of Mad Max, maybe, because it just looks like a badass dog. Um, Mad Max 2, is it? I like that dog in um, yeah. Homeward Bound, you know, the one that Michael J. Fox did the voice for. Yeah, I've never seen Homeward Bound. Oh, mate, do yourself a favour and check out Homeward it. Bound. I don't know if it still holds up as well, but it's a decent film, that. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is the voice of like this boxer dog, I think, and it's it, it's adorable. Okay, so finally, right. the best question of the lot: favorite junction on the M62. <laughs> See, like I I go everywhere by Satnav now, so I don't know any junctions, any <laughs> roads or anything. I don't. It's I just like, my brain. Does, yeah, my my brain does not work on roads anymore. I just drive. Uh, I've, I've clue. <laughs> I don't know any Oh, you at the finish. final hurdle. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. The one that comes off in to, uh, I don't know, MCC, MCC2. What? I don't know what joins on to MCC2. <laughs> my dad, if my dad listens to this, he's going to be shaking his head in shame saying I knew it. Just say five. Five is around. So well done. Thank you. <laughs> so, man, uh, yeah, with, with those questions out of the way, we can actually talk about some comic book shit. Um, Sorry, so, they were quick fire questions, right? Sorry, yeah. they? and I was like filling in. They were like quick fire questions, yeah, and I was yeah. filling in. Answers on them. Sorry. <laughs> no worries at all, man. No worries. <laughs> so yeah, um, so that's a fucking great. By the way, you can swear on this. This is you know explicit podcast. If you want, I figured. Um, I figured if uh, Jake Gazer on it, he's yeah. Be, uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we swear like sailors all the time. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a fucking <laughs> great gig, that man. Artist on Batgirl, you know that's one of DC's like flagship books. Like, how did you end up with that job then? Oh, uh, it's a long story. I mean, like I did um, uh, a little short for Vertigo uh, uh, a couple of years ago with the writer of Porcelain. Yep. And we got asked by a Vertigo editor if we'd do it. Um, so we did this little short story for their CMYK. Like, it's the quarterly thing where they uh, they pick, like, a theme and then they do one, like, four books, like, four anthologies a year that are based on some theme. And the one that we got was The Colour Yellow. 
so we did that. And then um, the editors at Vertigo seemed to like my stuff, and because Vertigo is a sister company to DC, so they kind of, editors got to know me through that. And then and, uh, I did a little Gotham Academy short, but apparently, um, according to the editors, Becky, the writer, Becky Cloonan yeah. of Gotham Academy, asked, asked if I'd do, like, asked if they'd get me in to do a short story uh, for the... So, I think she got me on the second one, so Be- which Becky is like a longer... Of, like, Be- Becky kind of spotted you and, and wanted you. Yeah, to yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, I've actually met Becky Cloonan. Um, I met her at a convention oh, nice. um, in Manchester, I think it was. But yeah, she's yeah. She, she's cool. Cool girl. Um, and I actually yeah, she's did, like... Um, gone. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I actually did read Gotham Academy for a little bit. Um, I, I think I stopped buying it just before you did that special, actually. But... Um, yeah, I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. Um, the first like volume was pretty sick, man. It, I loved it. It was kind of like a mixture between Harry Potter and Batman or something. Like, yeah, um, well, that's what they're going for, isn't it? I think that's literally the thing that they said. That I think it was like a mix of Harry Potter and... Oh, God. I forget what the other thing was. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah, I think you nailed it on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great book, man. And that's... Were you kind of a little bit like, whoa, like when you got offered that job? Because that's... Yeah, cool, I mean, yeah, yeah, Gotham Academy, like, if I could pick anything, like, other to, to do than Batgirl, it'd be Gotham Academy, really, because that's yeah. just, like, like who's, your, who's your favourite I love character? drawing, it sounds weird. I was about to say, uh, who's I mean, your favourite uh, character to draw in Gotham Academy? I mean, it's, it's got to be Maps, because yeah. Maps is just, like, it's just really fun, and she's just, oh, like, she just loves being, yeah, she loves being in that universe, so she's kind of, yeah. like, the nice one. Um, I think Olive, like, I didn't get to draw Olive all that much in it. I think I got to draw once in like one panel, and it was like a flashback panel. Yeah. Because she wasn't really in the in the story that I was on. Um, but uh, yeah, I think if I could, I, I'd always draw Max, but I think if I could draw anyone more, it probably it'd probably actually be Hammer, the uh, head master, because oh, yeah, he's yeah. like. Just love the idea behind him. He looks awesome as well, like really stern face, but yeah. he looks like really interesting as well. But like he's also um, like a massive homage to Hammer horror films, and I just love Hammer horror films. So like, yeah. I mean, the clue's in his name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so you landed the job on the uh, Gotham Academy special, and then how did it follow yeah. on from there? Were you just sort of in there? You got the foot in the door in the door with DC, and uh, what happened? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, the um, the editor, the same editors of that wanted me on something, and I was doing uh, Batgirl and doing the Assassin's Creed stuff at the same time, like for the, the film. Mm-hmm. I was doing, yeah, I was doing positive in that at the same time. I was like, I can't jump onto anything yet um, while I was working on them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they, I just kept on putting them off, like because they wanted to give me something longer. So oh, they offered really? me. Nine yeah, they offered me Nightwing at first. Oh, um, shit, man. Whoa. <laughs> uh, you know, last year, which is nice. I mean, it was nice, but I was like, uh, like I was really dubious about that. Yeah. Because I'm not, like, the best at doing, like, muscly characters or anything like that. Yeah. It's not really, like, what I do. I draw yeah. quite lanky people. Yeah. And, um, so you found back and he's just really suited your style a lot more than Nightwing would have done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I can see that, that girl can anyway. See that yeah. Yeah, and um, they they literally just said, uh, I think they, because I said like give me until like this time in the year, and then I should have my work cleared out of the yeah. way. Yeah. 
So you're a little bit... When it came to that time, I had Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd waited a while, and then I hadn't finished my work still, but I was just like, look, I can't like, turn them down all the yeah. time, so I just spent it in, uh, just asking what they yeah. wanted to offer me, and they just literally said to me, what do you want to do? <laughs> and I just said, uh, if I could pick any, it'd be Gotham Academy or Batgirl, and they were like, do you want to draw Batgirl? And I was like... Yes. Well, I literally said, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking blame you, man. I mean, that's such an awesome yeah. gig to land. You know, it's so cool. Are you having fun on it? Yeah, I mean, it's been hard because it's, uh, it's for, like, it's the best look of landing back girl, but it just fell at the sort of worst time. Like, I, uh, like I was still finishing up on, on the porcelain book, which I'm only just still finishing now. And then uh, <clears throat> I ended up doing a little signing tour in France for Porcelain and at the beginning of starting Batgirl and then had to move house as well in between, like kind of unexpectedly. So it's just kind of like not really recovered like uh, workflow wise from it. So it's just been mad like for the past five months. Because when you get a monthly book for for DC or something, you've got to like, you've got to hit your monthly deadlines and stuff. So it's like... It's quite quite demanding, I can imagine. Yeah, well, that's why I ended up not inking it um, uh, after the first issue, just because it uh, I was just um, just needed the help to kind of keep the speed up. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've it's fine. Like, hopefully, uh, go on. I was just saying, I've got the first issue in my hand right now. I'm just flipping through it. I'm a really big fan of it, man. I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you today. Uh, <laughs> if you'll probably saw I reviewed it on uh, I'll talk near the Instagram a while back. Uh, oh yeah, tagged you. Yeah, in. yeah. But it made my uh, one of my comic book picks of the week because I was just uh, really impressed oh, with it, man. Because I, I I started reading um, the Batgirl <laughs> Burnside when um, Babs Tar was doing it with Cameron Stewart mm-hmm. um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Fletcher. Uh, his first name escapes me now. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Brendan Fletcher, that's it, yeah. Who are, yeah. I've also met those dudes. So you're you're adding to my, um, you know, the the all the Batgirl people that I've met. I have to get you to sign. <laughs> I have to get you to sign this comic for me, man. <laughs> um, so oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a super um, super big fan of the first volume. Sorry, my microphone just fell over there. Just bear with me a second. Right. <laughs> I'm just getting to grips with this new blue yeti that i've got it's pretty it's pretty nice but it's heavy and it keeps falling over um so yeah i was a big fan of the Batgirl of burnside first volume and then i had a giant mm. pull list and had to sort of like cut down as you do um mm. and then I, obviously i heard that you were doing this and that i really liked your art and i was like you know what? i'll pick this up and check it out and i was blown away by it man i absolutely love the yeah. art and the story is cool as Thank well you. so are you, are you enjoying um, the storyline that you're doing with the yeah yeah it's it, it's fun. It's it's a really good fun one. Like hope, um, the writer hope has like a really good sort of um, uh, sort of grasp of the character. I think she kind of writes her like really well, as in like a she's like a girl who likes being bad girl. But yeah. and I think like the bit, I think they sort of planted the seed. I don't think they fully did it when Cameron Stewart and that were doing it. Like they did. So basically, they kind of made more of a deal about. Babs being Babs in their normal life, next to being Batgirl, and I think Hope Larson's done that, but more. So I think um, there's less action in most of the issues, and it's more about just like Babs being Babs in normal life, whilst yeah. having 
can you hear me again? Yeah, yeah, I can hear Sorry, you. No, it was me. Um, I basically, I'm, I'm vaping right now, and I put you on mute because when I pull on this vape, it lets out like a horrible noise. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to deafen all the listeners. So yeah, sorry no, about that, dude. I yeah, thought I was very upset. Yeah, so I, re- I read the, uh, the the first rebirth like uh, book that came out. I don't know if you picked that one up or read it, but uh, it was pretty cool the way they've brought back the Flash. Um, and it's, you know, obviously, you know, Batman finding the comedian's button in the Batcave, you know, that was like a big old fanboy moment. Like, we never thought that this would happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. Two worlds colliding. Yeah. So, yeah, issue 21 yeah. of Batman uh, came out last Wednesday, I think it was, and they've started all, <laughs> on all that now. But they have been pretty cryptic <laughs> to uh, exactly what's going on and who's going to be involved. But it would be nice to see, yeah. you know, Babs get involved in all that. Yeah, I'm sure she will, because she's a pretty big player in the whole Batman universe, so I imagine she will. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, I've got, um, I, I popped something on our um, Instagram today asking for any questions anyone might have for you, and I've got a couple. Hey. Um, okay. Bear with me one second. Um, yeah, my friend Graham, um, he's a big Batgirl fan, he's a big fan of the book as well, he wanted me to say. Um, okay. And he also said, um, if you were to redesign Babs's costume, Batgirl's costume, how would you do it? Ooh. Uh, oh, that's, that's like potentially a really controversial uh, thing, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, yes, yeah. I don't they, know. They, um, they've made you stick with the, you know, the purple and yellow, where uh, which you know, <laughs> obviously it was Babs Tar, wasn't it, that sort of did that. Uh, which I thought was mm. quite reminiscent of the old Batman 66, you know, sort of Julie. Yeah, Newman I think, line. yeah. Which, yeah, I think that's cool. totally intentional. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was curious myself, really, to see if you'd go back to the, you know, the black leather or how how, how you'd do it yourself if you was a designer. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, uh, I, d- I don't know whether I'd give her yellow gloves anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether that's the thing. What um, about the yellow Dark Martins? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I quite like that, and I've slightly changed the Duck Martins in mind because I kind yeah. of based them off, off um, my wife's Duck Martins that she has, <laughs> um, because I use her as reference now and again, so I just kind of naturally draw those boots rather than, the, you know, yeah. the Cameron Stewart ones. Yeah, I've, I've um, noticed that, the less Doc Martin-y and more New Rocky, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I get, that's probably the metalhead in me, I yeah. guess, but the, uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't know, yeah, the... Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't... no, go on, go on. Yeah, no, I had a, I had a comment from uh, Katie Mason, um, and she said, which gorgeous female from real life inspired the look to take on the new brand new Batgirl? So I don't know if that's a friend of yours. <laughs> oh, oh uh, uh, well, I mean, uh, the thing is, like, a few people, like, a few of my friends, when I posted up the artwork, they were like, oh, it's, it's obviously based on Laura. Um, like she has posed like now and again for like some of the covers for me and stuff just because like oh, really? she can That's fit cool. into those yeah but just because she can fit into the those boots <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think if, uh, if I could wear them I'd probably, like because I'm working at home and Laura's sometimes out uh, doing a sort of weekend job so sometimes when I'm working I need to kind of just take photos of myself doing studio yeah. and stuff and uh, that's cool. So actually, some of some of the ones that people go, oh, that's blatantly Laura. I'm just like, that's yeah. actually me. <laughs> 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 that's, uh, that's very yeah, Alex, so Laura, I guess, Alex Ross- Rossish 
to do uh, the whole reference. Yeah. <laughs> Which is by yeah, way, yeah, one I mean, of my favourite artists, Alex Ross. I mean, what an absolute Oh, artist. yeah. That, that leads me he on. He did to, uh, Kingdom Come. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kingdom Come, yeah. I mean, it just looks like photograph, doesn't it? I mean, he's got a very distinct kind of style. Um, yeah, I think of you. But that mm. leads me on to the next question of a fellow called John Bishop. Not the comedian from Liverpool, I don't think. Um, I think I know Mr. Bishop too. <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah, when I posted this, I'm, I'm sure we got like a load of like your friends commenting and liking our page, so thank yeah, you yeah. guys for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said he'd like to know um, <laughs> your influences, both comic-wise and other artists. Uh, uh, um, I mean, it's one of those things that like changes now and again, because like, you know, like, um, just if I find nice that I really like then I kind of take influence from that but I mean it's been for the past few years it's been like a solid um, Sarah Pakelly who does uh, Amazing Spider-Man oh Spider-Man I think she's just, it's just called Spider-Man but she used to do the ultimate Spider-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy now and again she does just like she's been one of those ones that every time I see her work she just makes me want to work harder so yeah Sarah Pakelly and Cameron Stewart are like the two sort of mm-hmm. main ones that I kind of take a lot of influence from, and I think you can kind of see it sometimes when I do my work. Yeah, quite um, contemporary. Yeah, yeah, more much more contemporary artists, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but it's just because they're like the ones that kind of hit the spots that I like. So, yeah. like Cameron Stewart does like really beautiful inking and mm-hmm. like really good. It's sort of cartoonish sort of characters, and then yeah. Sarah Pichelli does these like more anime-looking ones now and again. She, she does action so well in like poses for characters and stuff that she does. So yeah, so yeah, those two are like the solid two that I take a lot of influence from. Awesome. Nice, <coughs> sort of like clean lines and that nice balance between yeah. cartoony uh, and realism. You know. It's yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, yeah. one of my favourites has got to be Jim Lee. You know, I mean, that guy's a master when it comes to classic sort of comic book art, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Jim Lee's, like, been one of those artists that I've always looked at and I've just thought, I have no idea how this guy does it. Like, uh, like Cameron Stewart and Sarah Bacalli, I can kind of break it down in my head and, like, I can understand how they've done it. But Jim Lee's just, like, so epically amazing. Like, he literally looks like any shot of like Zack Snyder's kind of yeah. things where you know it's just like there's just everything going on in yeah, the movie yeah. so much so many heroes, all the action yeah yeah like, just muscles just coming out of the cheekbones and yeah. stuff <laughs> I mean you see his like raw pencil work and it's like how like you know there's like yeah. so much yeah. going on I've no idea how he keeps it so clean in his pencils yeah, as well like to me that just looks like like mine just look like a piece of shit <laughs> when I've penciled them out they just look awful and there's so much wrong with them but he seems to just nail it every time oh, absolutely not man I mean, who does the um, the inking and the colouring for the Batgirl books at the moment uh, so there's a guy uh, for the inks there's a guy called John Lamb uh, and he's just uh, and, until he kind of did uh, the Batgirl inks he hadn't done much in Comics like he'd done a little short for Gotham Academy as well, and he'd uh, he'd been brought on by Brendan Fletcher to just kind of because I think he'd done his own stuff, and he kind of digitally paints his stuff usually as well. He doesn't usually just do inks; he kind of does like drawings, and then he just paints the hell out of them when they uh, 
you know, just like kind of renders them a lot and, and makes them like just something else when they, uh, when he's finished with them. And he did, I think he just for himself, because I think he, I'm not sure how old he is, but I think he's a fair bit younger than me, like not too far out of uni. And, uh, uh, he's, um, he just did these little short things for, like for himself with like Batgirl and it's just some Gotham Academy pieces. And then they got him, Brendan Fletcher got him in to just do, uh, Gotham Academy thing. I think mm-hmm. it was called like Dark Circus or something like that, like right. a few months ago. And I, I was like talking to Brendan Fletcher about it when he was when they were making it, and he showed me his work, and I was like, oh, "Guys, shit hot." And then we, uh, and I just like like when they asked me who I'd like to have for inks, and I'd seen some of John's stuff, and I was just like, "Well, I'll see if I can get this guy and see." Because one of the things with DC is like um, they tend to hire more from within their own ranks so like if it, you know you're more likely to get an answer quicker yeah for if you know you request an artist who's already on their books and stuff so and because he's like quite new but like quite uh is some of his stuff is like slightly on my sort of spectrum of inking and stuff so i asked mm-hmm. him to come in and yeah so he's been great uh and then colors is uh Matt Matt Lopes, who, again, he's like, um, I think he's just as like sort of new into the comic world as I am, really. I think he's he's not done loads of stuff. I think he did a bunch of stuff for art. It's called Jeff Stokely, who uh, does loads of stuff for Arkea and, um, uh, oh, God, I forget what else he's done. Oh, he did like Six Gun Gorilla and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, Matt Lopes, he's, yeah. Yeah, I'm super into his uh, editors. Super into his colours. I mean, this is what uh, you were saying before about how you know you have your pencil work and then you add the colours and the inks mm-hmm. to that, and it just sort of elevates it, doesn't it? I mean, oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially the the colours. I mean, uh, especially in that um, the promo image of, of Babs on the building, mm-hmm. you know, with the purple background. You know, it sort of just brings mm-hmm. that new sort of fresh vibe to it. That I think that. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, that was me though. That was that was you. The, the covers, nice. Yeah, so the, the cover work on and those two promo images I mm. coloured myself, and then oh, nice, man. Yeah, all the interior stuff is Matt and the inks are John as well. Like so, I ink the covers as well. Awesome. Um, uh, it all comes together. Yeah, it's how yeah. the magic happens, dude. You know. It's yeah, yeah, it's great. Like they're such a great team. Like they put up a lot from me because I get quite picky with certain things. Like sometimes, like if John's just not ink the line like thick enough I'm always just yeah. like can you make you just ink that a tiny bit thicker or something like that and yeah would you say they're great quite, with it they're like would you say you're quite a perfectionist though when it comes to your stuff I am a li- I've, I've learned to let go a little bit yeah but like I'm like yeah because I've always done everything myself just like out of habit and it's yeah it's a whole other thing trying to get somebody else to do your work and hit your own standards because I'm sure it be the other way around if I did stuff for them. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've got another question here from Rob Smart. He asks, uh, which Batman villain? Uh, do, you, do you know this guy as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just all your friends. Literally, he lives down the road from me and like, he's still with him in uni and stuff. So yeah, yeah I know Rob, who Rob Smart is. <laughs> <laughs> he asks, um, yeah. which, which Batman villain do you wish that you got the chance to draw during your Batgirl run? And why? And also, how great is super cool guy Rob Smart on a scale of one to Rob? 
Uh, one to Rob. I think he's minus one, Rob. <laughs> uh, no, he's a great guy in a in his own special way. Uh, no, villain-wise, you know what? I I absolutely landed the jackpot with this bad girl. Is that like I, if I could have picked any villain, it would have been Penguin. So I guess if I could do more of Penguin, I'd do do a lot more Penguin because he's like right on my street because he's like kind of disgusting little squat man. He's like. Yeah. Or in gothic and stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's probably uh, like the joke. Yeah, yeah, he's well under you know. Again, he's well more like skeeving and conniving than uh, people are giving credit for. I think he gets like written off as a bit like generally seen as a bit of a joke more yeah, often yeah. than not. But I think he's a lot more dangerous than that. But uh, um, I don't know. I think poison ivy would be a really good one because like oh, I'd yeah. love to do all of those plants and yeah, yeah, stuff that. Like going on with it, I think. Um, yeah, I think that. Would you like to draw jo- the Joker? Okay. I would like to do the Joker, but I, I don't. It depends which one, because I, I don't know. You know, like design wise, I don't yeah. know. Um, uh, I would not want to do if it was anything to do with the Suicide Squad film. I would not want to do the Jared Leto <laughs> Joker. Well, let's, that one, let's talk about that for a second, because I, I, do you know what? I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love Suicide Squad, and I'm one of the minority. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, right, so, like, my, I know my brother, Tim, like, quite liked it, and I didn't mind it too much, but, like, I can see why people don't like it, and, like, I'm not totally against it, I quite, like, there's bits that I like, but I've watched it, I think, two or three times since yeah. I went to see it in the cinema, just to try and see what I liked about it more. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, there's some things I think they nailed. I think um, Margot Robbie as Harley is, like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. And, uh, and I didn't mind um, Will Smith as Deadshot and stuff. Yeah. And, but it's just, like, I'm I'm not a big fan of, like, hip-hop gangster stuff. So no, me neither. Like, I mean, to be went, honest, when, when, when they brought out that first image of Jared Leto as the Joker... And he had the grills and mm. the tattoos. I was like, yeah. "Fuck that!" I was like, "That is shocking!" Yeah. Like, I hate it. I really yeah. disliked it, and I've yeah. completely done a one eighty after I saw the film. I was like, "I get it. It works." Like for that universe, like because he was yeah. scary. He was like an intimidating dude, and like for me, it just worked in that universe. You know, him and Harley. Like, I just wanted to see a, a solo, you know, Joker film after that. I was like, dude. You know, yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. He's just like, like there's bits about it that I think that really work, but then there's just other things that I, I think. To be honest, I put it more down to like the editing of the film that makes it not work for me. Oh like, yeah, yeah, just some of the, yeah. like because Jared Leto is a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's, he's an amazing think, uh, like method actor, isn't he? He really gets into the characters yeah. that he plays. I mean, if you've seen Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Requiem for a Dream, you know, yeah, he, yeah. he just he mm. gets in the skin of those characters and he lives it. Apparently, yeah. he actually yeah. remained in in the role of the character of the Joker throughout filming, and he would like do fucked up shit to the cast and like like leave oh, yeah, dead right. animals in their in their trailers and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like he was super up for it, and I think he feels a bit shafted with the way that it was. You know, the final product was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some interviews, isn't there, where he's a bit. He's, yeah, and it's, it's pretty bitter. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly hope they bring him back because I really did enjoy it myself. Yeah, like 
But there's some there's some bits that really work. Like I really like what they ended up doing with uh, Joker and Holly in the film is that like uh, um, he was just obsessed with her as she was with him. Like so mm-hmm. they're kind of like it's not like he was. I mean, there's bits you see in the uh, deleted scenes, isn't there, where he like kind of slaps her around and stuff. But I, yeah. I think it's better that you don't don't see that and like that the way that they did it for the cinematic where he's kind of like kind of a bit even keel with her on being yeah just as obsessed with her and stuff. so yeah yeah no i quite like I, like i said i think there's bits that worked but not all of it yeah it i mean it, it, you know i'm not completely blind it, you know the the third act of the film was your typical sort of you know random yeah. apocalypse yeah. with mindless villains that just were disposable and it it didn't you know it yeah, didn't yeah. gel at the end, but up until that yeah. point, I was super into it. I, I quite like the whole editing thing where you know they introduce the characters and you get like mm. the, the the titles and then you, you know what they were what they were being locked up for and sort of like a little mini backstory mm. for each one. I was like, this is cool, man. This is very comic booky, you know, with like the the, the bright colors and yeah. like the choppy sort of editing. I was I was super into it. I mean, I. I, yeah. did, I did enjoy the movie, but I do get the criticism at the same time. But you know, yeah, Harley, yeah. Harley was the highlight, really. You know, she knows. Oh man, yeah. I mean, in like going in, I think they knew what they had with Harley in that film. Like she had to be like sort of the one that everyone sort of got into. I think like kind of she was the one that they were gonna sell the most yeah. sort of merch of and stuff. So. Oh yeah, they so replaced yeah. all the bets on that working, and it did. You know, it paid yeah. off. Um, so yeah. that leads me into uh, my next question actually which is about DC movies and uh, Joss Whedon yeah. is, it's been greenlit now that he's going to do the Batgirl film mm. so what are your thoughts on that? I'm excited man I think, it, I, think like, you could, I don't think you could well there's probably like just as equally good directors out there but he's like a good solid safe choice for like a female lead mm. sort of character Absolutely, I mean, mm-hmm. I, like I, the guy to helmet. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, and mm. I think that if he does, you know, he did the Avengers films; they were amazing. You know, I, I think he's mm. going to do a great job. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with it. Yeah, and most, you, you, like when you hear about like things that Joss Whedon's written or or like been in charge of, like stuff that he's not as well known for, like say Alien Resurrection, like he basically wrote that didn't he I think mm-hmm. like, and they kind of changed it around a bit but like he writes really fucking cool stuff he does and I mean it, he like writes said, really good characters everything he touches turns to gold and like you say he's, he's brilliant yeah. with his character development and he's got that yeah, yeah. mixture of you know he, get, he brings the funny you know he, he has the humour um, yeah. but he, he's also he writes badass lead, leading women in his, in his stuff yeah. doesn't he so I think he's yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely the right choice for Batgirl. Who who would you like yeah, to yeah. play Batgirl? Uh, oh man, yeah. Me and me and my wife Laura were talking about this again the other day, and I don't know. Like we kind of, I think everyone kind of instantly goes for like you know every redhead actress you can think <laughs> of. But I suppose you can you can always like think outside of the box and think of somebody you know who's like not got red hair who could just have their yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, I don't know, like. I did think of one, because I, I thought you might ask this, and I thought of one, like, <laughs> on my way home before, of, like, who it was. It's completely gone out of my head now. So oh, I'll tell you, man, uh, I'm... Yeah, go for it, I, yeah. I want Emma yeah. Stone to play Batgirl. See, that, that's the one Laura had picked, my wife yeah. Laura. She 
like said Emma Stone. I, I do like Emma Stone, but she's not not the she's, bad girl I'd pick. No, she's not. She's not your bad. No, no, no. I mean, I love Emma Stone. Like, I really like every film she's in. But she's not like like uh, to me. She's not an actress who I'd see as like a fighter in it. Yeah. Like, um, but she could probably. Probably pull it, you know, like any film can make anyone look badass, I guess, yeah. if they're film writing and stuff. But I don't know, she's just not... Um, For you, what are the qualities not, that, you know, say, say if they would, if if Joss Whedon picked up your Batgirl book and, you know, he was like, right, that, <laughs> that is the Babs that I want to do, that's the Batgirl I want to do. Mm. So what are the qualities do you think that she would need from that? Oh, it's got to be somebody who's like, uh, it's got to be somebody who's like, um, like, like got a bit of fire behind them or something. Like the uh, like they've just got a look where they can like they could be like really sweet, but then they can just when they need to they can just switch into this like fun loving badass kind of mm. character. Like if you, if you're gonna do the Burnside one, I guess. Mm. Oh oh, this that's the one I thought of actually. It is a uh, just comes to my head. Um, and relates to Joss Whedon as well. Is a uh, you know Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Um, there's the the main girl from Cabin in the Woods, and she actually has red hair as well, I think. Um, I mean, but she like she's kind of like that age and like the sort of build that I pick as well. And right. uh, I don't know, but whether she could like she, uh, I don't know whether she could pull off like the sassiness. I don't know, somebody with like a sharp smile and like I don't know, just she, could be. Her name more, is yeah. uh, if that's the person I'm thinking of, uh, Kristen Connolly. Was she the main character in it? Oh, she knows. Yeah. Um, Chris Helms. Um, yeah, I think. That. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, he was like the jock sort of character, and it wasn't he? Like, I suppose that's what they played on, like a big muscly guy. Yeah, all these actresses that I'm looking at for the cast in um, Cabin in the Woods are possibly, I think, a little bit too old to play. I mean, I would love to see Chloe Grace Moretz take on the role. Yeah, uh, she'd be what? Like, she'd definitely be one, I think. But I think then you've got a. I think the only problem with it is, do you relate her to Hit Girl, to, um, Hit Girl too much? Yeah, that's You could probably forget it if you wanted to. Like, yeah. But, um, I don't know, yeah, I, I, like, she's, like, the, she is, like, the sort of right age, isn't she? And, like, yeah. she can obviously do fighting stuff and do badass as well. Yeah, I don't know, really. It's a tough one. Like, yeah. I'd like to see somebody who's not... Yeah, I, yeah, it is like really exciting. I'd like, I'd like to see them do somebody possibly not heard of yet, like you know, like somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because <clears> if, <throat> if, if you say if you got Emma Stone, you'd be looking at her just thinking that's Emma Stone dresses back girl. Yeah, you need yeah, some, possibly yeah. somebody that that's that's new and up and coming and just boom, and that that role defines them. But no, it's, yeah, yeah, it's super exciting. I mean, for me, you know, Batgirl is one of my favourite comic book heroes of all time, and. I never actually thought we'd get a film, you know, they can't even get fucking Batman right, can they? I mean, well, the latest <laughs> ones anyway. Yeah. I mean, Batfleck yeah, was yeah. cool, you know, but I just, for me, I wasn't a fan of uh, Batman v Superman. I didn't really like that film. Um, I, I actually, I like that more than I like Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. I like the Suicide Squad, but for me, Batman v Superman just didn't have any joy in it at all. It was just very... Yeah, yeah, it does like that, but I... Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that they do that with the DC films, though. Like, I think they, I think they intentionally do it offset the, uh, you know, like to go against Marvel stuff to kind of mm-hmm. separate themselves and 
try and do something different to what Marvel are doing. But I do think it doesn't work for them, obviously, because they get so much yeah, backlash on it. I but. mean, my, my favourite film of all time is The Dark Knight. I mean, you know, the, mm-hmm. Nolan, the Nolan trilogy for me is just absolutely flawless. Love it. But everything yeah, they've done yeah. since then, they just kind of, they haven't hit the mark. But I think they're going down the right direction now, you know, with getting Joss Whedon on board with this Batgirl film. It's going to bring in the younger audience. It's going to be a bit more of a lighter in tone, I think, film. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it, you know, it's exciting, man. I mean, to be honest, I'm more excited about that film than the Wonder Woman film, even though I'm a big Wonder Woman fan too. But mm. it, it seems like a, yeah. it might not hit the mark again. I don't know. Really? I, don't, I, well, I mean, I don't know. I quite like the look of the Wonder Woman film. Mm. I think it looks fun. But... I've seen some, because my brother works on it, so I've seen some, of, well, he did, like, some stuff for it, and I've seen, like, the world that they, like, some of the world that they've made for, like, the Amazons and stuff like that, and it just looks, I think it looks spot on, and, like, from what I've seen from the trailer, I think they've done something cool with it, so I don't know, yeah, I'm, I'm quite optimistic about Wonder Woman, I think. I mean, to yeah. be honest, yeah. she was one of my favourite parts about Batman v Superman, I think, they, oh, got, man, yeah, they yeah, got her yeah. right. I mean, that final scene, you know, where she was fighting Doomsday, and the, she, you know, she got, gets knocked to the ground, mm. and she, she smirks, and then gets up again, and you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that, and that theme song cool. for her. Oh, oh man, <laughs> that, that theme song they've got for it's just, <laughs> yeah, just proper like, cool. <laughs> yeah, just get, gets me going that one. It's really good. It's, it's, I've seen the recording of it. It's this little uh, Chinese girl. Yeah. Um, he's just like hammering away at this like electric uh, viola thing. <laughs> Is it a viola? Is it a viola? I mean, like a like a giant violin, basically, yeah. like electric one. It's just got kind of like metal pedals on it and stuff. Oh, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, I'm, I'm, you mentioned something before about uh, working on Assassin's Creed, the movie. That's a cool gig, too, yeah. man. It, you did the weapons design on that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So my bro- like I said, my brother works on uh, films. Um, he's like a um, an armorer for films. So he, ma- he oh, nice. sort of specialises in doing weapons for films. And uh, yeah, so he got that, and then he sort of got the opportunity to bring on a you know anyone he wanted as a concept artist. So he asked me if I'd want to do it because we're both sort of fans of the Assassin's Creed stuff. And it was literally he asked me to if I wanted to work on it while we were playing. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite hilarious, really. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it, was, it was a dream job because it was literally like they just said, "Design whatever you want, and it'll be in the film." I mean, you get like sort of specs and like sort of descriptions of what they want, and then it goes through a sort of vetoing process through the director and producers and stuff, and the actor, and they pick what they want. But generally, it was kind of like, yeah, just do something. And like whatever you want to do, and like in that era and stuff like that. So yeah, it was good fun, really cool. good fun. Cool stuff. Man. So um, I'm gonna delve a bit into your past here. Um, oh no! What were your <laughs> not personal shit? Don't worry. <laughs> um, what, were, <laughs> what were your what were your favourite like comic books to read growing up, and how did you get into them? Um, like like most things in my life, I've got my brother Tinta to thank for like, music influence and, like, anything like that. But comics was... Tim had, like, a big influence on me with that because Tim had a, uh, uh, like, a big stack of 2000 AD that was just completely loose and any sort of comic collector's nightmare. But they were just, like, in a horrible stack and it was even worse oh, than mate. I used to just... 
I, I literally have like, was like... Th- that exact pile you've just described I have in my room right now. <laughs> and I tell you something, like, dude, I fucking hate 2000 AD. Like, it, it, it's one of those comics for me that's just never gelled at all. And, like, my dad, like, went to an auction and he was like, oh, I picked up this giant stack of comics for, like, basically nothing. <laughs> I was like, oh, sick, man, you know, stoked. And he passed them over and I was like, oh, it's too fat. You know, it's, it's, it's a comic that I don't want. <laughs> so it's literally stuck in my room right now. And I don't know, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, they're comics, I don't want to throw them away. But nobody wants these things. <laughs> Do not throw them away, man. Do so, not throw them away. They are like no, I mean, gold I, dust, I think. Oh, 2008, you can have them, dude. I don't care about them. <laughs> sorry, for, <laughs> sorry for interrupting, but that was hilarious. I can't <laughs> Tim, like, uh, so you had these stacks, and I used to pull out copies and just read copies now and again, and just, uh, I think he had Spawn as well, and I used to read some of his Spawn stuff, and, uh, and I mean, like, I'm, I think uh, when I was in primary school, I think, I don't know about you, but, like, growing up in, like, sort of, Formby area in Liverpool, kind of, there was no comic shops nearby other than if you went to like Southport or uh, Town Centre in Liverpool and I didn't used to go there all that often so I used to get the uh, the UK prints from um, like local news agents so it was like reprints of like Marvel yeah. stuff so I used to get like Spider-Man um, and I think it was just Spider-Man I used to get but I used to get like all the trading cards with them as well so I used yeah, to yeah I know the ones you mean I used to go to um, WH Smith in Southport and um, they'd have like like collected editions, like reprints of like old X Men books and Wolverine, like Spider Man, yeah. and they're being like you know like glossy covers and like wide, like yeah. not like the not like your regular American format that would be like you know yeah. UK exclusive sort of reprints. And I'd, I'd pick them up and then yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. The holy grail for me was when I discovered Planet Eater in Southport. That shot, oh, like, dude, I'm so gutted it's not there is anymore. It's <laughs> not there anymore. I didn't know it was. No, there man, it, it got it closed down a few years ago, and it was a sad time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for me, I used to go to Planet Eater after school. I used to get the bus down to Southport. And I'd be in those long boxes, twenty five p a piece, and I'd just fucking, I'd spend all my pocket money on them. I'd bring them home, like old, really old Teen Titans books that no one wanted, or like old Spider Man books, you know, X Men. Yeah. I was super uh, yeah. into Uncanny X Men. Like I used to get everyone I could get my hands on for that. But yeah, yeah. Li- living in the Northwest UK, it was comics were like gold dust. You know, you couldn't really um, yeah. get your hands on them. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 But, so, what was your favourite superhero and supervillains growing up? Like, what did you uh, so, like, I said Spider-Man was definitely... Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's still one of my favourite ones now. I think, like, if I could do anything for Marvel, Spider-Man would be the one I'd do. But, uh, uh, um, yeah, so Spider-Man when I was growing up, and uh, I used to really like Robo-Hunter in... T- 2000 AD, which you won't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> no, 2000 AD, and I just switch off. <laughs> I know Judge Dredd, not about it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, so yeah, like superhero wise, I think it's, it's always Spider Man's always been one of those Spider-Man. ones that I can relate to most and stuff. And I used to love the cartoon of it. And, yeah, man, uh, same for me. I mean, um, I, I love the cartoon, uh, the the X Men cartoon growing up. You know that that still yeah, holds yeah. up to this day, and that theme tune, mate. When that starts up, you just get so pumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I always really like in the Spider-Man cartoon. I used to really like the vampire Mobius in it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he wasn't like a he looked like a vampire, I guess, and he like flew around and stuff like that. But he like I think he like fed off plasma or something like that. It wasn't like blood or anything. I don't know. Yeah, that old stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, me, really, um, for me, it's the Joker. I've always loved the Joker, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I got obsessed with the Joker, like, when I re-sort of found comics when I went to uni and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and uh, when the Heath Ledger Joker came out, I just got, like, mad on that, but, um, yeah, I don't, like, I can't think of many, like, villains that I really liked when I was younger. I think it was just, just, uh, just used to be, like, superheroes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm a big, mm-hmm. I'm a big Superman fan. Not many people like Superman, they kind of take the piss out of him, but I really enjoyed those old sort of yeah. 80s Superman comics, like, and the other Christopher Reeve film, like, I thought that, I thought that was so cool, man, and like the Lois and Clark adventures, like, that whole, like, optimistic superhero, like, you know, I was well into all that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm one of those people who takes the piss out of you. <laughs> like, Superman. I really, like, right, if Rob Smart's out there listening, he'll be like, shaking his because me and him often have arguments about um, the uh, Superman Returns film and uh, just generally the like the idea of Superman being a hero and stuff. Like that. I mean, I do like him in some respects, but he's not my favourite character. Is one of the I did why? like. Sorry, go on. I, I was going to say I did like the old films. Like the, there's, I think it, it's the really rubbish Richard Pryor one that just has the horriblest <laughs> fucking villain in. You know the woman who gets sucked into the computer? Yeah, it's yeah, just turned, yeah. Like, even today, when I, I watched it, not like a couple of years ago, I was thinking, like, that is horrific. That woman just getting <laughs> turned into this horrible robot that just looks like a child's nightmare. It's not the uh, worst, but, worst um, horrible death ever. <laughs> yeah, but to, yeah. to be honest, but I mean, I would rather watch those old crappy Superman films over the new ones any day, because at least you'd have a bit of a yeah, laugh I, with them. Absolutely, I totally get I'd, so I'm with you on that as well. I do really like the Christopher Reeve films, but yeah. like, it's just like Batman, uh, Superman's just not my not your bag. hero that I read. I think if I read the right story, I'd probably get into him a lot more, but yeah. I just haven't read one that's... I think Kingdom Come is the most I've ever read of a, Spider-Man, uh, a Superman sort of story arc. And yeah. that's... But like that's like old, worn-down Superman who doesn't really want to be in the world anymore, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to recommend uh, something for you to read Superman-wise. Have you heard of um, oh, yeah. Su- Superman Earth One? It, it's, it's been released. Uh, I, like... I know. Of, yeah, I mean, I know of Batman Earth One, but I've never read Superman Earth One. No. Yeah, there's a Superman Earth One. There's like three volumes of it. Um, uh-huh. It's it's written by. Oh, just let me find this out. Um, Hugo. Oh no, sorry. J. Michael. Strasinski, he's got a weird last name I, mean, I can't pronounce. Um, I think you got it. And artist is Shane Davis. Um, right. But yeah, totally recommend that. I mean, okay. my, my co-host JB, um, he hates Superman, and I was like, dude, if there's any <laughs> if there's any Superman book that'll get you into him, it's this one. And he read it and he enjoyed it. So you know, that's what I always recommend people. Uh, 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 into Superman. Okay. I'll give that a go. <laughs> so from yeah, from yeah. from past to present. 
what are your favourite current books that you're reading? Uh, or do you um, read any see, books now? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm terrible for reading comics anyway, just because um, I'm, more, I'm more picking up books for the art usually than yeah. the storyline. But I've, uh, uh, I've been reading, funnily enough, I've been reading Super Sons, the, you know, the, um, the one that's just like... I think it's not long been out. I think it's only three issues in. I've only read the first issue. It's uh yeah, Super Sons. Yeah, dude, that's one of my favourites at the moment. Yeah, so it's just the so artwork in it is just yeah, man, you. yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I, I did a review uh, for that. For the, the, I said something like, "That's how modern comics should look." Like that is, you know, that's yeah. the blueprint for me. Like the the way yeah. that they draw these yeah, exactly. characters and, and the expressions. You know the subtle yeah. emotions, and then the, they have that, and then they have the fight scenes, and it's just so good, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm 100 percent with you on that. Like that's exactly how I feel about. It. Like I think like that's how I feel comic books should look. Yeah, like, especially yeah. superhero stuff. Yeah, in the year 2020, look that's like that how they should look. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, and oh, for, me, that shit, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> for me as well. I mean, you know, Super Sons. It just kind of came out of nowhere. I literally picked it up because. I was in uh, Forbidden Planet mm. and I saw a cool variant cover for it and I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. I'll get that. Mm. And then when I read it, I was like, actually, I'm going to get the second issue. That was fucking baller. You know, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's on my pull list, definitely. Um, have you got any indie mm. comics that you're into? I've not read any indie stuff in you, absolutely you a Saga, ages. Like. Are you a Saga fan? Uh, yeah, I mean, we use it like... Laura works in the bookshop. We usually get that one by like the trade paperbacks when they come out. So the last one I read was I think the third trade paperback. So I'm a fair way behind, I think. But I do love, I do really like so yeah. It's one of those ones that you can't put down. Nah, no, dude. It's so, read so, it. so addictive. It's a real page turner saga. Yeah. I think the last sort of indie-ish one I read. I guess I don't know. I, see, I don't really count image books. Is like indie, but yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, they're very, but I mean, they can't they straddle the line, don't they? Being like mainstream, they do. I mean, I, indie, think, but I think Saga did a lot for them, and I think also The Walking Dead, obviously, you know, sort of rocketed yeah. them up there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the one that I've recently read of Image was uh, Autumn Lands, um, Tooth and Claw. I read the first volume of that, which is like, um, it's like an anthropomorphic right. sort of. Uh, fantasy thing, so it's like a, it's like set in a world where like all like the sort of living beings are animals, and they all live in like this floating city that's like kept up by these mad like mages, and uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit like that, yeah, uh, but the, the, yeah, but then the city sort of crashes to the ground, and they because they're trying to summon more magic into their world because it's running out, and then. They sort of summon this warrior that's a human, and he turns up, and it's sort of, uh, it's really brutal, really, like, really yeah. pretty, like, the artwork in it is absolutely beautiful. Nice, but, uh, have to check that out. Um, but it, yeah, it's really brutal, but, yeah. It's called Autumn Land, uh, The Autumn Lands, yeah. uh, Tooth and Claw, and it's by Kurt Busiek and Benjamin Dewey. Nice, I'll, uh, I'll check that out. I've, I've been on, uh, yeah, it's really I've been reading some uh, Aftershock comics. Have you heard of them? They're pretty sweet. The name sounds really familiar. They're putting out some really uh, interesting uh, books at the moment. Um, there's one okay. by them that I'm reading called Animosity, 
and it's basically like right. Animal Farm inspired. You know, it's like it, all of a sudden, like everyone's woken up in the world, and all the animals can talk, and they're all sentient beings. Like even like seagulls, and you know, just every animal in the world, they they can talk. And some are really pissed off, like, you know, if, like, a, a dog's been treated badly by its owner, they've, like, rebelled and, like, killed their owner or something and just been, like, fuck you. Uh, or there's, like, right. uh, there's, a, there's a cat that's, like, super happy that he's, he's been treated well and he's just rocking around in the world now with his owner. And just all this, you know, hilarity ensues and there's uh, chaos ensues and, like, there's, like, dolphins trying to kill people and it's just, like, <laughs> it's amazing, dude. It's, it's like Saga, but, like, a little bit more off the wall if that's possible. But yeah, oh, okay. animosity. Yeah, yeah. I recommend like you check out at least an issue of that because it's, it's entertaining. Um, yeah. I, re- I read one by them. Another aftershock comic called Insects the other day, and that was a that, oh, was, okay. that was a weird one. Kind of like 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 a re- really weird sort of feminist take on like horror gothic, uh, mm. like a period piece mm. that's like set in the eighteen hundreds in Paris. Uh, but yeah, right. that that was an interesting one. But as far as I mean, I, I mean, I do like dabbling with a bit of indie now and again. But mm. for me, I'm I'm well into my superheroes. You know, I love DC and Marvel. You know, that's yeah. what that's what I go to the comic shops to pick up. Really, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm super into X Men, yeah. so I'm I'm really happy yeah. with the whole resurgence of all the new X Men comics that are coming out. I picked up X Men Gold and X Men Blue. They've been pretty mm. solid. Um, and I've really been impressed with uh, Secret Empire. Issue Zero came out. That's um, the new big Marvel event that's happening right now. Um, right. And basically, uh, okay. obviously, Captain America is, is Hydra now. And, um, oh, yeah, I heard yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. interesting, man. It's, yeah. uh, there's some nicer, nicer bits of art flying around in those books as well. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, check yeah. that out if you get a oh. chance. You're you're a busy man. I yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I I do need to read more. Like that's one of the things I always promise myself I'm going to read more. And to be honest, I've got pull lists and stuff in different shots. So I did. I'm like the number one nightmare of not uh, not turning up to pick up my pull <laughs> list recently. So I'm on a wanted list of yeah. at least a couple of shots. So, uh, yeah. I've got a couple more questions before we wrap up, dude. Um, so um, we've talked a lot about the art and stuff. Uh, favorite artists? Mm. Who are your favorite writers? Oh, um, I really like. I mean, uh, uh, me and Laura are big Neil Gaiman fans, so oh, kind of Sandman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, love a bit of Neil Gaiman, like his novel stuff. I mean, writer-wise, I kind of because uh, when I work, I listen to a lot of audio books, so I kind of through a lot of. Uh, novel writers and stuff. So, if I was going to say novel writers, I'd say either Neil Gaiman or Patrick Rothfuss, who does Name in the Wind. That's just like my favourite book of all time. But comic writer-wise, I think uh, oh, I really like Brendan Fletcher's really good at writing. I think I think yeah. he does really good sort of characters. I'm just trying to look. I'm looking at my like big bookshelf at the moment. And I'm trying to pick out. <laughs> Oh yeah, there you are. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, Brendan Fletcher is a really good one. Uh, and uh, what's his? Oh, um, oh, Tokyo Ghostwriter. I'm trying to find, like, see his name at the moment. 
Let me Google it. Oh, Rick Remender. Rick Remender oh, know. yeah, Rick Remender, yeah. He's, he's a good one. Yeah, yeah, Rick Remender. Just he's beautiful just, stuff. And, yeah. like, just outlandish. Like, his um, uh, imagination is just insane. It is. Um, yeah, it really yeah. is. Which actually yeah. reminds me, um, do you like Jeff Lemire? Uh, he does, uh, I'm not like, Descender. Much of it. Um, that's a, that's a real cool sort of sci-fi, you know. Sense is one of them you need to get onto. Yeah, yeah, because that's by uh, what's his name, the artist. I really like the artist of that. Um, Christ, it's worse than that. His name's D U Double S on Instagram. I forget what his real name is now. Um, his name. He does a little Gotham, little Gotham, I think. Dustin Nugent is that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just. Yeah, 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 he's pretty good. Um, yeah, Descender, I've been recommended that before, and it's yeah, really good. It's, it's cool, man. If you're into like Star Wars and like sci-fi stuff, I mean, I'm a sucker for anything set in space in a comic. I love Green Lantern and mm. uh, anything like that. But um, yeah, yeah, just talking about the artwork though, something that reminded me a little bit of his stuff that I've been reading recently. It's a book from um, I think it's Boom Studios. It's called Grass Kings. Um, and the, the the art in that is just fucking beautiful, man. It's like um watercolor. Um, okay. And yeah, dude, I'm, I've been reading it like issue to issue, but I'm gonna pick up like the the trade when it comes out because it's just so cool. And um, the artist, his name is Tyler Jenkins. Um, it's written by. Ah uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, Matt Kim. Yeah, I'm meaning to get on this. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, super, yeah. super nice book, man. It just looks beautiful to read. You know, it's one of those ones that you can just, after you've finished it, read it straight again. You know, just like go back to the beginning and read yeah. it again. So that's, that, nice that's one I recommend. Is a uh, it's an image book. It's just it's not long started. It's by uh, it's, I think it's written and it's drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson, who's uh, uh what's he done? I mean, like he's kind of like uh, I think he's got like the same amount of experience as me in like comics kind of like you know the sort of same sort of level but I think he's like twice as good as me <laughs> like if not ten times as good as me but he's uh he's got his own book through image called Extremity yeah oh, which, like, if you like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I've had that looks, recommended to me yeah yeah it's just absolutely stunning like all of his artwork's just insane some of the stuff he does like he, he posts up on um Twitter uh his um just commissions that he does and just they mind blow like he literally he did one the other day called uh uh old man uh skywalker and he was like like skywalker stood on a cliff edge and he's obviously using the force and there's all these stormtroopers are just the heads are just blowing up around him <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so I'll, check out his stuff definitely yeah um, i recommend him so when you when you're working when you're drawing a bit of that girl what do you listen to, mm. or do you have anything in the background that you watch, or do you just have silence? Uh, I mean, I've, I've literally at the moment I'm going through a bit of a Pantera stage at the moment, and <laughs> just listening to loads of uh, well, like sort of um, Phil Anselmo's kind of like side bands, so like yeah. Super Jungle and Down. And, uh, you have the soundtrack that I can't imagine Babs listening to while she's crime fighting. Uh, I mean, I've got I made it. I made a playlist for like sometimes when I when I work on the uh, so I kind of have different things for different things that I'm working on. So say like if I'm doing the 
design of the book and the layouts. Mm -hmm. I can't listen to anything with words. So I usually listen to like film music or, or like some, I've got a, um, a Spotify playlist of uh, stuff that's like sort of my sort of vibe of Batgirl, which like yeah. I go for, which is kind of like, like Bikini Kill and uh, Peaches and... Oh, um, cool, cool. Yeah, that's definitely uh, something that I can imagine listening to. <laughs> yeah, like girl, girl punk bands and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. So kind of, yeah, do that, that for that. And then when I'm working, I usually like doing pencils or inks. I usually listen to like audio books. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm listening to uh, uh, the first Law series by Jill Abercrombie, which is just like. It's banal. It's so good. I can't recommend the audiobooks to them enough. They're just uh, if you like sci-fi and fantasy, and if you like Game of Thrones, but you don't feel like it has a good enough pace, mm -hmm. it's like it's like uh, Game of Thrones if it was like had more fun and was like still had the brutalness of it. Like yeah. so when they like he describes like fights and stuff, and people just get maimed and chopped to bits in them and stuff, and it's just absolutely brutal, but it, and it's got a similar sort of storyline where it's like there's some kind of rise in power from the north coming to fight, like kill the southerners, but all the southerners are like idiots and toffs and stuff like that. And it's yeah, it's really really good. And it's got all like, like in the UK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about um, film? Yeah. You mentioned film scores. Um, what are your favourite sort of film scores to to work to? Uh, Anything by oh god, me and names today is just awful. Uh, oh, what's his Hans, name? Hans Zimmer, by any chance? <laughs> I do like I do like Hans Zimmer stuff, but yeah. I've not listened to his stuff recently. But I, do, I have like a mix at the moment of um, the West World soundtrack for the recent right, TV yeah, show, yeah. and that's quite similar. That, and, yeah, that and the Inception soundtrack and. Uh, now and again, put on the Mad Max soundtrack because it's just completely nuts. That one. Yeah, badass. Nice. Cool man. Yeah. Um, there's there's one composer that I really like, and he did the Road to Perdition and the uh, the series of unfortunate events, like the film of that. And oh fucking hell, what's his name? Uh, he, it's, I, mean, I can't remember his name, but he's <laughs> like he's kind of like just like does weird sort of eerie sort of cool yeah. music, but listen to that until the cows come home and that yeah. stuff. bit of atmospheric sort of <laughs> intense stuff yeah setting the mood that's kind of like, yeah that's just kind of like when you just kind of want to just keep calm but switch your brain off kind of yeah thing yeah and, uh, absolutely get lots of work cool man um, so well thanks a lot for joining me today um, really appreciate no, it's good appreciate you, your uh, taking your time I was going to say, if you can tell, I've not talked to anyone all day or said anything, so <laughs> just kind of... You literally have one of those days well, where you get home and you realise you've not actually said a word at all. Yeah, like, well, yeah. thing is, I, I get up and I realise I'm at home and I've said nothing to anyone all day, so it's like, yeah, that's just the life of the comic book. Oh, it's well, nice, man, it's yeah. chilled out, isn't it? It's cool, it's what you want. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, thanks a lot, man. And um, if, do you have anything to plug that you'd like to talk about? Uh, well, I guess, like, I've just wrapped up on Batgirl, so but everyone knows about Batgirl, but um, Porcelain's the, uh, I'm literally, hopefully, concert, I need some time off, <laughs> like, to get, yeah. and uh, just get, um, um, but, like, uh, I'm literally finished 
that go now, and then I'm going straight on to the, the last chapter of Postling, the third book called uh, Postling and Ivory Tower. So hopefully that should be out with our improper books imprint by the end, like sort of the late end of the year now. Um, so yeah, so yeah, just awesome. watch out for that. Will do. And I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be mailing you my Batgirl book for you to sign. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, man. So, yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for joining us, Chris. Um, and everybody, be sure to go and pick up Batgirl. Um, the, I think the trade's coming out in a few months, isn't it? With uh, all your stuff in. Uh, yeah, I imagine it will. That's the typical route that they go. Awesome. Hopefully, I'll have some um, character sketches in the back and stuff like that, and all back matter stuff. Bit of bonus yeah. content. Love it. Well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Everyone go and pick it up. It's still on the shelves now. It's still coming out monthly. Uh, it's a great book. Thoroughly recommend it. So um, thanks for Cheers, joining man. us. And um, yeah, this is this ends my my first uh, go at flying solo. So I hope it went okay. I'll speak yeah, to you later good. then, man. Always good time. Take care. Yeah, I'm good. Man. Cheers, right. man. Bye bye. Just a shadow of the darkness trying to make class on time. Boom, power slam, like a Batgirl punch.